Um, thank you all for coming back to our, our next installment of our Hilchos Fila Shirim. It's a little bit of a smaller crowd today, so feel, feel free to chime in as much, much as you want, especially Baby Yosef. Thank you. Um, our topic today is that if only we could not, we could not, we could not in the entire day, and we'll be discussing the, the notion of davening multiple times a day within a single uh, tefillah time zone. If you want to daven multiple chakras, is, is that okay? Is there a problem involved or not a problem involved? And what does this teach us about tefillah more generally? Um, and God, will, God willing, we'll be focusing a lot, hopefully, on the on the more generally. Um, unfortunately, there is no explicit Gemara that addresses this question directly. If I could just dive in two chakras or two or two minchas or, or two marias, the Gemara has a series of cases that sort of dance around these dance around these scenarios, um, and, we'll, and we'll be focusing on some of them. But it's but it's worth it for us to read through all read through all three of them. So yeah, Ravali, I'm sorry, this is the Makoshis over there. Thank you. So the Gemara discusses the following case. So, if let's say you have a suffix. If you're not sure if you say Kriyat Shema, you're not sure if you don't. Right? Rabbi Lazar on there, Safik Kara Kriyat Shema, Safik Lo Kara, Chosar B'Kori Kriyat Shema. Rabbi Lazar says, if you're not sure if you say Kriyat Shema or not, you have to repeat Kriyat Shema, but Safik derives to the Chumrah. Safik is Palo, Safik Lo is Palo. Let's say you're not sure if you said Shema and Esri Fashacharis. Eno Chosar Mispalo. You do not go back and endavent again. Rabbi Yochanan Amar, Rabbi Yochanan says, Levayishi is Palo, don't call Yom Kulo. It's always a good idea to daven. So it sounds like, like why? It sounds like why not? Then we have a case of Rabbi Yudam Shmuel. If you're if, if you you're in the middle of mincha in Shmuel, you're in, you come to Shul for mincha, for mincha right before Shkia, and you realize in the middle that you already davened. It happens sometimes. So what do you do? The Rabbi Yudam Shmuel says you only betzvila v'nizkar shespama posik. I feel ben sabraka. You have to stop. You can't you can't continue davening a second time around. There you can't. We don't say halavai shespa'alam koyom kulo. That it's that you should. That it's that you, it really. It's okay if you be davening all day long. Then we have a third case. If you remember, Shmuel says hispa'al ben nichlas beis knesses matzasi v'rishem hispa'alin. Let's say you daven already. You come to shul. You daven by yourself. Biyachidos. You come to shul. Now there's a minyan davening. Could you daven together with a minyan? Presumably the game tefillah b'tzibur. And yachol lechadish b'davar yachzer v'yispalo. You could daven again if you could be mechadish b'davar. Something new. So we have three different scenarios. The first one is Suffolk. There we have a machlokes if you're choser mispalo in a choser mispalo. Then you have a case where you already daven once, and then you come to, sh- and then you, and then you realize in the middle that you re- that you, you start davening a second time. You realize in the middle that you already daven, so then you have to stop davening. We have a third case of a somebody davens biyachidos, and then they come to shul and they want to join the minyan. They can only do that if they're machadish badaver. Great. So. But the, all these cases sort of dance around our, our main question, which is, could you just daven twice straight up, one one after another? But they but they, but they never but they don't address the question directly. So one major entryway into the sugya is is the is the first case, Suffolk. So if I, I I'm not sure if I daven chakras or not. So Rabbi Lazar says, And Rabbi Yochanan says, so when, when Rabbi Lazar says chozer mispalo, <clears throat> how do you translate that? What does it mean? You do not go back. You do not go back and daven. So what, what are the two ways to translate it? Either it's you cannot go back and daven, or you don't have to go back and daven. What would be the explanation for you do not have to? You do, you do not have to go back and daven. Eino chozer mispalo means you don't have to go back and daven. Right, because davening shachris is a chi of derabanan. A saying some type of tefillah, which you presumably did at some point over the course of the day, is the Reisa. Shema Nesri is a chiyad rabbanon, sabi drabbanon lekula. 
Um, what would be the explanation? Let's say, well, let's say you assume inachos or mastal means it's usher for you to go back and daven again. Well, that, why would it be usher to daven a second time around? If suffolk I daven the first time, it's usher for me to repeat Shimon Esrei. You know, if I, if I have a suffolk, if I, if I did any other mitzvah the Rabbanan, so what, why would it be, I mean, I mean, I'd have to go back and do it again. It might be suffolk to Rabbanan Lakula, but why would I, why would it be usher for me to daven, to, to daven a second time around? So, just to note, these two options are not just two, not just two theoretical options, they actually appear in the Rishonim. Here, I'll name sign. Uh, good. So one approach would, would be, perhaps, that it would be, that, that it would be a bracha levatala. And God willing, God willing, we will see that at the end. Interestingly, the Rishonim that addressed the question directly, most of them, don't bring up the issue of bracha levatala. If you look in the second source in the Rashba, the, the Rashba, the second shot he quotes is the Ravid. The, the second shot is that, Ravid Zalpirish, the Inu Kozor Mespalo, Inu Chayyab Laksar Mespalo. So if there's no obligation to daven again, Safed Rabban Nakula, you could daven again if you want to, but you don't have to daven again. Now that is very understandable, that doesn't require an explanation. But the first shot of the Rashba, though, is interesting. Look at the first shot in the Rashba. There should be Makara sheets on, on the Bima. Oh. Um, the first shot in the Rashba is that when, when, when Rabbi Lazar says, if you have a Suffolk, if you David or not, it is Enu Chozer Mespalel, what he means is that it's, it's Usr to David again. You look in the first line of the Rashba, the second source. Hadam Rabbi Lazar, Suffolk Mespalel, Suffolk Lo Mespalel, Enu Chozer Mespalel, Perish Gonzal, Enu Rashai, Luxor Mespalel. It's Usr for you to David a second time. Why? The Dilma Kvaris Palo, maybe you daven once already. Mishum Baltosif. And there's Baltosif to daven a second time around. And this Baltosif is such a strong prohibition, it's such a strong esser, that it applies even if you're a I, if I, It sounds like if I, daven, if I daven once for sure, then definitely it's also for you to daven a second time around, that's Baltosif. And Rabbi Lazar assumes even in the case of Suffolk, I'm not sure if I daven the first time around, it's Suffolk Baltosif, so it's a Suffolk Isser Dereza, and therefore I cannot go ahead and daven a second time around. What do you think of this? About Tosif, if you dive in twice? It's a bit Kaddish. It's also Suffolk, the rights of Baltosif on as Durabana, if you're saying that. Right, right, that's also true. Right, It wouldn't be Suffolk, the rights of Lachamar, thank you, I misspoke. It would be Suffolk of a mitzvah Durabanan of Baltosif. It's repeating a mitzvah Durabanan twice, right? Would it come down to like the whole Kurbanus to Kurabus Ah, good, 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 yes, exactly. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So what, what, what Josh is saying is that this, this assumes a very, very formalized and choreographed and very, very, very structured chiyuv tzfila midirabanan. It's not just like I could daven whenever I want and it's, everything is free-flowing, the others daven whenever, whenever they wanted, they're in the field, they're at home, they're on a mountaintop, they all daven. So saying that, that davening is a very, very specific mitzvah, it has to be done in certain, certain ways, it has to be modeled upon some other de'oraisa model, such as Korbanos. Therefore, if you do it too many times, you're going to violate Baltosif. The same way, if you brought two carbon tumids, what are you going to be violating? Presumably, you're, presumably you're going to be violating Baltosif. If you look in the riff, the, the rash, the, this gaon, um, the gaon the rash because probably precedes the riff, but you look in source number three, we'll, we'll, come, we'll come back to the, um, to the first part of the riff in a second, if you turn the page, um, when the riff is discussing this aspect, as if this aspect of the sugya that you can't daven twice, look at the underlying part in the second line of the second page. It says, "Nimsa 
If you dive in twice, it's like you brought two carbon tamids, which is a violation of Baltosef. Again, we have to discuss, we, we have to well, bracket a conversation now. We're just, we're just, we're just raise the issue. We're not going to that. If you do a mitzvah twice, is that Baltosef? If you blow shofar twice, take wulav twice, you eat two kazais of a matzah, is that Baltosef? Hopefully not, because we all blow a lot of extra shofars. We all eat a lot with. We, we, we say we eat a kazayas, but we definitely eat more, definitely eat more than a kazayas and matzah. Um, but so there seems to be some distinction, perhaps, between tefillah on the one hand, or karbanos on the one hand. If you bring two carbon tamids, or you daven twice, that is baltosif. But if I do two ma'isei achiba, eat two kazayas and matzah, I blow a shofar more times than I have to, that's not baltosif. So that's a conversation which, I, which is worth having, but I, it's, I think it's going to take us, take us a little bit far afield. But... Um, what is this question? Tasava. Yeah, the carbon tama is in Tasava, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it. Um, so that is uh, that is the, uh, the that is the opinion of the Gaon in the Rashba, and the Rif has the same opinion that because carbonos are very model, because tefillah is very model after carbonos, therefore the same rules apply, and therefore baltosif is going to be applicable. If you take that as opinion of Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer says it's usher for you to daven again because of baltosif. Then what does Rabbi Yochanan say? What, what is Rabbi Yochanan's response going to be? Sorry? Ah, perhaps. Perhaps. We're going we're gonna to see, see that. That there is, they, maybe Rabbi Yochanan is working within the world of Karbanos, but there is an option of bringing two Karbanos in a day. There is a Karban Tamid, but you could volunteer to bring a Karban. And we're going to see that explicitly in the Rift. The Rift is going to say, when, when is there a Baltosif to daven twice? It's only if your second tefillah is a daita dechova. I, I want to bring, I want to daven two chakrases. I want to daven, I'm not sure if I daven chakras the first time, I want to daven a full-blown chakras the second time around. Then it's like you're bringing two karma tamids, and then like, Ellie, then, then like Ellie said, that's going to be problematic because that's two karma tamids. But if I know that I daven a full chakras, I know I brought my karma tamid, and I want to bring a karma to daven, I want to volunteer to bring a karma, I want to volunteer to daven, that presumably is going to be totally, totally fine. That's the Kiddush. That, oh God, I mean, Chadish Badavar might fit into that. That might define it as a certain type of tefillah, uh, which, is, which, is which is going to be fine. And God willing, we'll get, to, we'll, we'll get to that towards the end. That is going to be the opinion of the riff. You could always daven a carbon adava as long as you have in mind that it's not a chiyuv, it is a rishos, because that is parallel to a carbon adava, a personal carbon that, 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 that I'm bringing. Fantastic. Now the ra'ah. The ra'ah has another approach, as in source number four, as to why it would be usher for me to repeat Shimon Esri twice. Again, the Rif, the Gaon, they say, in Chosar Mespalo means it's usher to daven a second time around, because it's Baltosif, because, because Tfilah is similar to, modeled upon Karbanos. The Ra says as follows, Umistabra milsa lo shaycha klal Karbanos. Forget the whole connection to Karbanos. Even though the Gemara does have a line like that, that the number of tefillos we dive in is, is, is modeled upon the, the number of kabanos that are brought, don't, don't take this parallel to the nth degree. Chazal needed a, a Chazal wanted to create a system, a structure for tefillos. How many tefillos do you daven every day? They looked to Karbanos. But more than that, you're not going to have to parallel the halakos of Karbanos to the halakos of tefillah. So it's not going to be Baltosef to daven twice. It might be Baltosef to bring two, two Karbanos. It's not going to be Baltosef to daven twice. 
So why then would Rabbi Lazar say it's Asr Daven a second time around? Get this. This is this is a wild line. Look at the underlying part. Elavadai. The feels can I get to meet him can I get to meet him? Ikar takanta hi shikenega timidum tiknum. For those who know more the whole thing now, can you look behind you up here to feel shakar? That was on the previous thing I said. You shouldn't learn all the lachos of tefillah from Karbanos. Elahacha b'ha pligi. This is the machlokas. The Rabbi Elazar, again, Rabbi Elazar is the one who says, if you can't daven twice, if I suffer, if, 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 if I'm not sure if I daven shakaris, it is usher for me to daven a second time around. The eno derek kavod b'tefillah, dehit silusa. It is not dera kavod to daven a second time around. What is tefillah? It's an encounter with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. You are entreating Hashem, for Hashem to give you certain things. Let's assume that that is a simple, simple, simple understanding of tefillah. It is not kavod to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, to approach Hashem in every moment of every day and constantly ask Hashem for things, what do you need to have in order to approach Hashem? Shehorsha. You need permission. You need rishos. How do we get rishos to daven? Yeah, we follow the structure because Allah gave us. There's a chiv the rice that daven once a day. There are other things. There is a chiv. There is a mitzvah the rice that daven once a day. And Chazal told us, based on the model of Karbanos, that there is a chiyod rabbanon to daven three times a day. So Chazal told us, based on biblical models, based on the models of the Reisa, there was a concept of approaching Hashem twice or three times a day. Shachar's Mincha and, 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 and maybe Marev as well. More than that, you can't do. You don't have a matir. It's not there a kavod to constantly approach Hashem every single day, every, every moment of every single day. For those people that are having, that, are, that, have, that, that have a religious um, um, discomfort to this idea, what then does Rav Yochanan say? Rav Yochanan's Lashon fits perfectly. What, what does Rav Yochanan say? What's his response? The title of the Shir? What then is Rav Yochanan's response? Yeah, of course you can dive in twice a day. Well, what is this? It, Hashem is this, is this, is this, is monstrous authoritative king who says you can't approach me unless you go through certain, unless you, unless you have permission. You don't add it to Melech, you're a Ben Yeah, you're a Ben Well, look, look at the Lashon of the Ra'ah. Savar, inun. Tefillah, the Gemara defines as Rachme. You are, it's, it's, a, it's Hashem, we express the need, our need for Rachman as Hashem. We saw Rachme Inu, and at least according to the Ziv, means that Hashem treats us with Rachmim as well. That's why some of the halachos of Tefillah are, are more lax than the halachos of a formal encounter with, with a, a formal, formal, encounter, formal encounter with a, with a king in a palace. So we have a really fundamental halachos over here, between Avalazar on the one hand and Yochan on the other hand, Rav Lazar says, Tzfilah is an encounter with the king, and therefore it's not there a kavu to just barge in whenever you want, you need to have permission. And if Yochanan says, Of course you should be davening every second of every day, why not? This is our, this is what Hashem wants, we're not Ebed Tamelech, we're also Ben Tamelech. Ah, why? Okay. Right? And I can't come in all the time. You just, you just once, done. Oh, it's a treatment. Very nice. Very, very nice. Very, very nice. 
and and you see, it's, we're going to see the, the Talmud Yerushalmi. This this line from Yochanan, Halavayshis Spazam Koyom Kulo. The Talmud Yerushalmi has it in three different places. It's like it's a shita of Rav Yochanan. It clearly is Rav Yochanan's approach approach to Usually, when we nowadays we say like halavai, he's like not really, but halavai. Okay, good. So, so yeah, go go. We'll, we'll get to we'll get to when Rav Yochanan says halavai. How strong is that halavai? It's halavai like halavai, but we can't do it. Go go go. We should do it. We should, yeah, good. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get there in a couple of minutes. How strong is Yochanan's halabai? That is a good way. I'm sorry? Halabai in Dubai means a tefillah. Is it? I'm not sure. What does the word actually mean? Halabai? If only. If only. If only. Like, that's what it seems like. We can't. Yeah. Right, so is it, is it expressing a real religious ideal? Or it's saying, yeah, it's, it's you know, we're going to, let's just look it up now. If you look at source number nine, Yerushalmi says, Yerushalmi explains she does a Yochanan. Savik Ismail, Savik Lo Ispalo, Ay Ispalo. The local Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, you, you, could, you, could, you could have it a second time. Rabbi Yochanan, Uluvai Shismal Adam Kol Yom Kulo, Lama, She'ein Tvila Mafsedas. What do you think that means? She'ein Tvila Mafsedas? It can't hurt. That's what it sounds like. It can't hurt. That's literally what it means. It can't hurt. Um, and therefore, there's nothing wrong with it. So why should you not be able to dive in a second time if you have a suffix? Is there a religious value in diving a second time? Perhaps we'll see some we'll see some of our that, that point in that direction. But your Shalomi's formulation sounds like Intfilamsadas, like Intfilakazaras Raycom, it can't it can't hurt. And, and there's nothing wrong with it. Um, this machlokas between Rav Lazar and Rav Yochanan, according to the Ra, I think it's you known in a very broad sense, really filters its way down through and through the Halakos and Makshava of Tila, and you really find two different approaches, even among even among more modern contemporary figures. Um, J.J. Rosenbaum gave me a sefer that was recently published from, 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 from his father, from, from his, by his father-in-law, Rabbi Dr. J. Goldman's, The Rav on Tzvila. It's a, it's, a, um, it's, a, it's a collation, a summary of basically everything the Rav ever said on Tzvila that's in print um, in an organized fashion. It's fantastic. So in the, in the overview section, the, in the overview section, so he, Rabbi, Rabbi Goldman summarizes the Rav's approach as follows. One aspect of, the, of one theme from the Rav Salvechik on Tzvila. The source number six. Given the initial unbridgeable gap that exists between man and God, how can man even fathom the possibility of prayer? After all, the Rav would say, could anyone imagine walking in on the President of the United States without a formal invitation? What makes man think he can even speak to the Creator or that the Creator should care to listen? Where does man get the chutzpah to approach God? In halachic terms, the Rav often referred to the necessity of a license or a matir to pray. Go back to the language of the, of the Ra'ah. You need to be Mursha. Mursha means Rishos. It's the same exact language. Of Salvechik, I don't think he had access to the Ra'ah. I think the Ra'ah was only published published a little bit. It's one of the things like Madhav Rishonah was found, it was published later. Even if Rabbi Salvechik had access to it, it wasn't something he learned. Like he learned like the, like the standard Rishonah, like Maharaj Yitosvos, Rambam, Rashbam, and then that's basically it. Um, but you, you see what Rav Slavishik wrote is straight out of Chazal, or at least some aspects of Chazal, because there are uh, one of the major Rishonim really, really, really spells it out. Yeah, we passed on Rav Yochanan, 100%. But the, but the theme behind it, and we'll see, maybe if, if you have a light reading of Rav Yochanan, a weak reading of Rav Yochanan, maybe he's not, he's not so far away. The Ra'ah does sound like it's this huge chasm between Rav Yochanan and Rav Lazar. They really have two fundamentally different approaches to Tefillah. And it's not just the Ra'ah, it's not just Rav Salvechik, it's not just Rav Lazar, Look at source number seven. This is also pretty wild. Again, I, I don't want to I don't want to discourage tefillah. I think tefillah is an amazing thing, and I, I, this this approach doesn't necessarily sit so well with me. But I think we have to admit that there is a at least a minority view in Chazal and the Rishonim that approach tefillah this way. That you're approaching a Hadash that has to be a certain sense of yira and kavod. You can't do it whenever you want. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. Can I just encourage you? You're looking at an exhibit close to this place for this reason. Well, you put the pieces of the four, four, you know, real dominant. The alumni have done the ratio manual assessment. Right. Um, thank you. The invitation. Yeah, the Medrash Tankuma, again, this is, this is, this is straight, straight out of Kazal, um, it writes as follows. He's talking about the, the obligation of the Avon three times a day. Source number seven. Three times a day, Daniel would go down on his knees and Daven. But Daniel, it doesn't tell us what, what were the three times during the day that Daniel, that Daniel used to Daven. Amad David, Upirish, Erev, Bishmakuli. There are three times during the day, it's Arab, Boker, and Sarayim. The Fikach. Ein Adam Rashai Lispado Yoser Vishlosh Tfilos Bayom. It's a pretty kind of clear Russia. You, you are not allowed to dive in more than Tfilos a day. You can't go beyond the models we have from, from, from the heroes of Tanakh. Rav Yochanan Amar, Levayim Yispal Adam, Bonei Kalayom. Rav Yochanan is like, you can dive in whenever you want, it's totally fine. But then the Medrash concludes with the following story Shal Antoninus is Rabino Akadosh. Antoninus, the Roman emperor, the Roman governor, Ask Rabbi Noah Kadosh, what do you guys think? Are you allowed to pray whenever you want? I guess they saw like Shul is very, like Judaism is very detail focused, very time focused. It's like, and he's like, you know, what's, what's up with this? Do you, could you dive in whenever you want? Amrlei, Asr. Rabbi Noah Kadosh said, it's Asr to dive in whenever you want. Amrlei, Lama. Antonina said, well, why can't you pray whenever you want? Amrlei, Shlo Yinhag Kalos Rosh Bidvura. So you shouldn't be lightheaded when you approach Hashem. It's, it's in the notion of Kavod and Chutzpah. Antoninos didn't accept it. What did Rabbi Noah Kadosh do? Hishke Metzlo, he woke, he, in the morning he went over to Antoninos' palace. I'm going to say, Kiri Bara. Kiri Bara is a phrase that appears in the Gemara and I think there it means an, 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 an Adon who's really an Ebed. I don't know, that's what it means over there. I'm not sure what it means over here. Some, some type of royal proclamation. You're, you know, you're the king. Another, Another arrow goes by. Rabbi Nochadosh comes back to the court and says, "Emperor is a is a is a Roman is a Greek term for some type of some type some type of some type of, of official." He kept on coming back and saying, "Hello, King. Hello, Emperor. Hello, Caesar. Whatever it is." Well, what are you? Uh, why are you being mavaz of the machos? You're, you're constantly coming at me and saying hi. You should listen to what you're saying. I'm just trying to be nice. I'm just trying to ask you, ask you how you're doing. And you're telling me I'm, I'm wasting your time. So that, that is Rabbeinu Akadosh according, according to this metric. But we paskin like Rav Yochanan. And Rav Yochanan says, um, so how far do we take that? Rabbi Yochanan, again, in the Gemara, it's only in a case of Suffolk. I'm not sure if I daven once. I, could, could I daven again? Then according to, again, if you think Rabbi Lazar says it's awesome to daven again, Rabbi Yochanan says, might say it's a Rishos to daven again. If you think Rabbi Lazar says it's a Rishos to daven again, then Rabbi Yochanan is going to say it's your Chayiv daven a second time around. So let's focus on that for a second. But that's, that's the way we pass in. That if you have a Suffolk, if you daven once, or if you daven, your Kozir Mispalo, you have to daven again. I think that's what we're Yeah, that's what we're So where does that chiyuv come from? 
why is that? Why am I chayiv to daven a second time around if I have a suffix if I daven the first time around? Don't we say suffix rabbanon lekula? So, so there, are, there are you find the you find you find a, a range of formulations. Just, uh, just to note, just to note one before we move on to the uh, to the more, to more interesting part. Um, you look, look for example in the Beralacha, source number eleven. The Beralacha and the, the Mishnah he asks this question: Where would there be a chiyuv? Why would there be a chiyuv to daven a second time if I have a safek? What about safek or banlekula? He writes as follows: Vesefer, you look at the underlying part. Vesefer, my mordechai who chiyuv mediv yeshuva gufa dein chovalav raksha kasa varashba. The cave in the Chazal here shuhu lachzar is Babel. The ain bo mishom shem shemayim levatala. Chazal gave you permission. The daven is taken the second time around. They're not brachos levatala. Im eno choser harayu kimare baatzmo sheino chosheish lotzfila. What is the? There's no real obligation to daven second time around. But what's the, what's the mishavur's formulation? It's like it's pasnish that you have an opportunity to daven. If you don't take the opportunity, so then it seems like you don't care so much about tefillah. Good. What about every other suffix rabbanim lekula? What's a, I'm blanking on an example of a mitzvah, of a mitzvah to rabbanim. Um, say Hanukkah. If I have a suffix, if I let a Hanukkah candle. So we say suffix rabbanim lekula, right? I think so, right? So why don't we say, oh, really, there's a chiyav to go back and daven and then light candles, because if you don't take the opportunity to light a second time around, you're showing that you don't really care about mitzvahs. But we, we say straight up Safi Rabban Lakula. But over here, we see to go one step beyond. The very fact you have an opportunity to daven indicates that if you don't take that opportunity, you don't care about davening, and that is problematic. And therefore, we're going to bypass the regular rules of Safi Rabban Lakula and tell you you should daven. So, what is it about tefillah that lets you make that jump? So, the Baralacha doesn't explain, but he had, but the formulation is more limited. That that is that really we should say Safed Rabban Lakula, but but um, otherwise it's going to reflect badly upon you um, for, for when you about about your relationship with Tefillah. But there is there is another approach over here, which I think is uh, where, where I think the, the Lambdas is much more attractive. Let's say I think to us modern people that enjoy, if those of us that enjoy davening, um, the, the Lambdas is, is is much more attractive. <coughs> And um, it's, it's, a, it's an idea which I think we've touched on, we've touched on in the past, but now we could see some 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 more some more hard and fast makoros about it. Um, look in the Gemara at source number twelve for a second, please. And the Gemara the Gemara is it's another different brisa, a different area of Masakos Brachos. It writes as follows: Amar B'Kiyavar Abba, the Olam Yispala Adam Vayish Yish B'Chalamos. Always always daven in a house with windows. Shnemar B'Kiyavan P'stichan Le Daniel daven in a house with windows. Yachol yispalo adam kolayom kulo. Perhaps somebody should daven the entire day. The such a havmina appears in this brisa. Kvar mefurish aledi Daniel has who's vizimnin tilsa. Daniel daven three times a day. Yachol mishabal gola huchla. Maybe Daniel only started davening when he went into galus. Vanemar v'diu avad min kan medanat. Daniel he would people would always daven. Fantastic. So buried in this brisa, among other halakos that we're learning from Daniel. Is this Havamina, Yako Yispala Adam Kohayom Kulo? So, where does that Havamina come from? And why does the Gemara even raise it? But right, it seems to be starting from the opposite direction. The Ra'ah, and maybe Rav Salvechek, would, 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 uh, would, would, would have you believe that there's a mitzvah of the Raisa, perhaps according to the Rambam, to say something to God every day. 
But more than a mitzvah deraisa, the starting point is that it should be usher for you to daven, and you need matirim to get you to daven, to allow you to daven more and more. What's going on in, in this praisa? It's the opposite. We have a concept of somebody davening, and the Gemara immediately jumps to a havamina, maybe you should daven every second of every day. Oh no, you don't have to, then you'll only daven three times a day. So what is the, what is the, uh, what's going on over here with this havamina? And how do, we, how, do we, how do we understand what the Gemara is doing when it limits it to three times a day? So, what would, what would you say? It, it does seem like what Ellie said is that it really, when it boils down to everything, it seems like the real Nakuda Makhlokas is, you know, uh, Avinu Malkinu kind of thing. Like, you know, are we Avinu and like just go for it? Like, it's just this relationship and free flowing and Yachod all day versus like Melech, like, whoa. Right. When, right. When, when I the question is, I guess, is going to be which which of those metaphors are we going to prioritize? Yeah. Like Rav Wilkenstein in a bunch of articles says that we have many metaphors in Tanakh for our relationship with Hashem. There's no there's there's um, father to son, there's spouse, there's sheep to shepherd, there's a um, redeemer to people that they need to be redeemed. But he says he says this consistently in a bunch of his articles. He says the, the primary metaphor in Tanakh is Evetimelech, and that's why Halacha becomes the central bread and butter of Judaism. Because what is the relationship between the Melech and the Eved? They're tzivuyim, and we have to do what those tzivuyim are. How does he know that Eved is a primary metaphor? So in one of the, one of the articles, at least, he goes through a different proofs where he, that, that, that for him indicate that Eved is a primary metaphor. If it, if, assume if you listen to Shirim from Shlomo, you would not get the notion that Eved is the primary metaphor of our, of our relationship with Hashem. It's much more ben av to ben, or, or spousal, even even perhaps, so hus, 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 husband's wife, when the when the child matures, when Ami, when Ami's child matures a little bit. So the Gemara's intuition that maybe you should daven, once we know the concept of tefillah, maybe you should daven every second of every day, that seems to be coming from somewhere, from some type of intuition, that yeah, we should always be in direct, in direct communication with the, with the Kodesh Baruch the Rishonim that comment in the Gemara really try to limit it. You look at Rabbi Yonah. Rabbi Yonah in the back of the Gemara. He's very bothered by this Gemara. Yalko, source number 13. Lonely by Michova. Certainly this is not a, an obligation to daven every day. Daven every second of every day. We're talking about Tfilas Nadava. We're talking about, this is totally a, a, let's assume me perhaps, a religiously neutral endeavor, you want to daven a second time, maybe you have permission to daven a second time around. And then what's the Gemara's maskana? No, you actually don't have permission to daven a second time around. Tzvilas and daven has to follow rules. You have to be mechadesh v'davar. You have, you have to have something new to say to Hashem in order to daven a second time around. So according to Rabbi Yonah, the Gemara's havamina is that I have rishos to daven to Hashem whenever I want, not a chova, not a value, or rishos. And the Gemara's maskana is that, is that no, you don't even have a rishos to daven whenever you want. If you want to dive in a second chakras, you have to be a mechadish badavar. You have to go ahead and, and have a reason to approach Hashem the second time around. But if you look at the Pnei Yeshua, the Pnei Yeshua, he goes to Rabbi Yonah. He's like, it just, it just doesn't seem like Pshat and the Gemara. And Pnei Yeshua, source number 14, has a fantastic shot. So it's a kakayin nearly the farish, yoser, lehafach, the opposite of Rabbi Yonah. The hadak amar haka, yakali smali adam kal yom kulo, ritzalomar, shiyem midera chova. Kulo, Mitzvah. 
It's like there are other religious things in the world to do. You have to do mitzvot. You have to learn Torah. You have to, you have to, there are other good, 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 good Jewish values. But what is the Gemara's Hagamina? That whenever you're not involved in any other good religious activity, what should you be doing? What should, what should the default of a religious person be? Davening. And not just as a Rishos, as a Chova. That is the Gemara's Havamina. What, where does he get such a Havamina? This is the way some Rishodim formulate Talmud Torah. That Talmud Torah is a constant mitzvah, but obviously Talmud Torah takes into account that there are other things you're supposed to do. You have to daven, you have to do mitzvot, you have to have a pranasa, you have to have time for your family. So the Eben Azel says this, I think, I think, I think it's Eben Azel. He says, his, his, uh, his formulation of the Rambam, is that whenever you're not involved in anything else, um, that's, that's when the Chiyav Talmud Torah kicks in. So he says that a parallel thing should apply by tefillah. And he says, where, where do we get this from? From the fact that what does the Torah call tefillah on a derisive level? Avodah Hashem, Avodah. And the psukim are super general. So what are you supposed to be serving God? Presumably always. So you do serve God by doing mitzvahs. But whenever you're not serving God by doing mitzvahs, or, or by serving, if you're never not serving God by being involved in a positive religious activity, your fallback should be should, should be tefillah. If you look at the look at the next uh, the look at the next underlying part, it says Vimkin the Fiza, most of the Pshita, Timiswara Havilanamimar, Shimakhuyov Adam, La Avod Avodos Hashem, Bizos Avoda, Shitfila, Bachali, Svaona. It would it's it's intuitively you should always be Davening whenever you're not doing anything else. What's the Gar's Maskana then? He give you a Ptor. Daven three times three times a day. That, that's enough. You're not obligated to always daven. But if that is the Gemara's thought process, really, it starts off as an obligation. I should always be dab, always be obligated to daven whenever whenever I could. And then the Gemara, and then the Gemara boils it down that I'm only obligated to daven three times a day. Where does that leave Rabbi Yochanan's statements? What is that expressing? The Havim, the religious ideal. We're not going to obligate you to daven whenever you're not involved in anything else. That's too much. Maybe because you're supposed to be learning whenever you're not involved in anything else. I don't know. Okay, let's, let's give let's give people some free time. Oh, they, they could they could relax. They could uh, they they could they can enjoy a good book, a good show, whatever whatever it is. We're not going to obligate people to daven whenever they're not involved in a mitzvah. But there's still a religious ideal, which which the Yeshua says is a svara pshita, is the intuitive svara of Chazal that you should always be involved in acts of prayer. You should always be in communication with the Kadosh Baruch and therefore, Rabbi Yochanan's halavai she smiled on Koyom Kulo is going to be a very strong halavai. Like, of course, you should always be davening. We can't. It's too much to say you're mechuyav, but that is expressing an ideal religious value, an ideal religious attitude. So coming back to our question, let's say I'm a suffolk. I'm not sure if I daven or not. Suffolk. So, so maybe you should say suffolk Rabbi Nakula, so I don't have to daven again. What's Rabbi Yochanan's response going to be? You should always be davening. So whenever we have an excuse, whenever we have any sort of latch to tell you that you should daven, we're gonna that initial strong havamina is gonna come out and say, yeah, of course you're gonna be, of course we're gonna obligate you to daven. It's not just that infilim upsets that it can't hurt. So let's assume they read the Rishonim that way. It can't hurt, or it, it shows that you're not really makshat tefila if you don't take that opportunity. It's something much more intuitive, something much more internal that this is the way you're supposed to always live. And therefore, if there's any excuse, so to speak, to obligate you to daven. We're going to obligate you to daven. Safet Rabban Nakula is not going to be is not going to be relevant over here. So just to, just to summarize, summarize just to summarize what we've seen, and maybe maybe I'll just I'll just go through a little bit of the Um We saw that in the case of Safek, there's a machlokis if choser mispalo ino choser mispalo ino choser mispalo either means you're not obligated to that's intuitive Safet Rabban Nakula, or ino choser mispalo means it's aser to daven again. Why would it be aser? Either because we're following the model of Karbanos very precisely and then it's Tosef. 
or because it's not there a to Kadesh Baruchu to constantly entre- constantly entreating Hashem. What does Rabbi Yochanan say? If that is a Rishos, fine, it's a Rishos. If it's a Chiyov, you have to daven again, so why would you be obligated to daven a second time? Either because it's just other, if you don't take the opportunity to daven, it's, uh, it shows you have a bad relationship with Fila, in Fila Mavsezes, it can't hurt, or I think what, what, what emerges from the from the Yeshua, from a simple read of the Gemara, is that the the intuitive religious religious attitude should be that you should always be davening, even even as an obligation. Just to contrast Rav Salvechik with Rav Kook, talking about the Hasidic versus Masonic a little bit. Right, Rav Salvechik is he's, he has he has he has pieces. We talked about how it's natural for people to daven. Davening is cross cultural. Other other Rishon and Kain Hevel Davin, they spoke to Ashkadosh Baruch Hu when, when, they, when they needed him. It, it, it's a natural, intuit, intuitive thing, but still you need a matir. Um, Rav Kook, how does he, he start off with Latria? I'll just read, read you the first two sentences and the first two pieces. The first piece starts off, The constant tefillah of the soul, It is constantly wants to come from the inside to the outside, to be revealed. It wants to constantly express itself. So, what is the the, the first words of Cook has in a sitter? The soul is constantly davening. What are we doing when we're standing you know, three times a day and 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 and, 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 and we stand in tefillah? We're concretizing. We're expressing what is really always there. The second piece in Alatriya. In tefillah ba'a kitikuna, tefillah only comes properly. You can only dive in properly when you're standing in Shemona Esrei if you come with the with the attitude that my soul is always davening. And that is, again, would Rav Kook agree with Rav Salvechik that halachically you need a matir? Maybe. Would Rav Salvechik agree with Rav Kook that deep and down inside of us our souls are always davening? Perhaps. But you see a different orientation in terms of in terms of the practical practical our practical practical, practical approach to tefillah. Um, how, do, how do we pass on the halakha mesa? So if you open up Shulchan Arach and Simon Simon Kav Zayin, um, the Shulchan Arach paskins that you could that you could daven tefillah as nadava if you are mechadish ba davar. Similar to the to the last case in the Gemara over there, that if you if you if you if you have a chiddush, you're allowed to daven a second shachris. What constitutes a chiddush? How would you how do you understand mechadish ba davar? Yeah. So the with Rambam actually sounds like you you you, you say new words. You're allowed to add words to one else, right? You're allowed to you're allowed to add whatever you want. You're allowed to add personal personal prayers. You have to add something. Why do you have to add something? Seems like almost like a pshara between the two opinions. Sort of. In what, in what like way? You're you're gonna do it again, but like it's not the same as before, so it's not a chutzpah. Yeah. So yes. Yeah, so it's similar. The, the, the Rambam and the, the Rif they all say that if you add something, it makes your tefillah into tachanunim. So it's like a different type of tefillah. It's like you. It's more of a rachami type of tefillah, and therefore, therefore, and therefore, it's going to be okay. The tour has a different understanding of what of what mechadish padavar is. You just look in source number sixteen. We'll end with this. The tour writes the Amar Abraham, the Adoni Avizal. He quotes the Rush Kasav. What does it mean? You have to be mechadish padavar. Everybody always, whenever you daven, you're supposed to be mechadish padavar. Because there's always we always have we, because we always have always have new kavanos. When early, Yachol Farish, Pirush in the Skadish et Slo Davar, Shlo Yitzchak Levaki Shalav Kodem. What is a Chiddush Davar? 
a new need for you. Something changed in your life that now you need something new. So the way Rav Salvation explain, explain the rush is that you need a matzir daven. What is the matzir for knocking on the king's door again? You need something new. If nothing's changed from hour to hour, so then you have no reason to approach a kashbarakul. Yes, maybe you'll have more kavana, but that you messed up the first time around, we don't, we're not going to give you a second opportunity. But if you are, you know, if, if you are a favored evid of evid of melech, and something changes about your life, so then yeah, so then you will go to knock, knock on, knock on, you will not go ahead and, and, and knock on the melech's door. And therefore, that chiddush davar in your life is going to give you a matir, a rishos, to go ahead and go ahead and, and daven again. The last sif in Shachanar Kasim Kavzayin says that you should only daven to feel on dava if you are if you are a Zariz and and forgetting all the lashanos if you are sure about yourself that you can have a lot of kavana the second time around because if you're not sure you can have a lot of kavana the second time around then it's not worth it to daven because then you're just then you're just re- mechanically repeating words the same way you did the first time around. But Lachal Amaisa, we pass again that Tfilah Zadava is okay as long as you're sure you could daven again. Um, as long as you are Machadesh Vadavar, either something changing about your life according to the Torah, or the way Shachanar Paskins, a new new formulation in the Tfilah itself. Thank you so much. And God willing, we'll continue.